0: And now for the podcast that asks the tough questions, not just where the wolf is, but when the wolf is. And that's by night. Not all podcasts wear capes.
1: Very uh, sexually NPR. charged NPR yeah. uh, <laughs> intro there, T. I'm
0: trying to do my best, you know, I got to look. Coming over a little bit of cold, no COVID, but like I got a, you know, and then I got this gravelly voice. And then when I went to go get my colonoscopy, the 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 nurse was like, wow, you have a really great voice. So I just have a little bit of a.
2: You've had a lot yeah, going on as far as like the yeah, lower half of your a body. A vasectomy,
0: goes. <laughs> a colonoscopy, the whole, the whole boat, the whole boat.
1: Basically anything below your waist, uh, your waist is now off limits for like the next week. <laughs> Ari-
0: Ariani's Ariani's like laughing. It's like I can't believe he's talking about it on the podcast. I was just like, joking.
2: I didn't expect you to actually like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do. I do it at work. Like just to be like, what's going on? Are you okay? Yeah, no. I was just boom, boom, boom.
1: I got. I got neutered. I'm a...
2: I got fit. I have no
0: filter. <laughs> I have no filter. Did, just a serious like, question. Like Ginsburg, like Ginsburg. Yeah, Yes. So
1: when you got home from the doctor, do you have to wear a big giant cone around your neck?
0: Yes, everything I did. Yeah, to stop you from time.
2: stop you from licking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's true. That's true. True story. Oh true my story. god,
2: we're here to do a show. <laughs> well,
0: I think this is a show. This might be our best bit right here. Right, right. We have to we have to introduce ourselves. We, this is like a real podcast where we have to introduce ourselves. I'm T you are spade and you are lassie guapa herself Ariani. and this is not all podcast wear capes and we do a little show about uh Werewolves. Like, um, <laughs> like, like uh silly 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 stuff on uh, silly superhero movies all right so sponsor what are we talking us. about today spade?
2: sponsor us we're not silly sponsor us Meandies, okay. Mailchimp whoever <laughs> sponsor. <laughs> I'm ready to sell out.
1: Well, we're gonna sell out with uh, "Werewolf by Night." That's uh, what we're gonna be talking about here. Marvel's first feature presentation or spe- special feature, right? Is special, what they call
2: special, it? like feature, something. Special
0: like presentations. That. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. About like the CBS uh, one back when we were kids, when they would right. have. Uh, I remember that coming on, like when they were gonna play "Ricky, tikki tavvy like the thing with the mongoose that fought. And the- am I saying that? Right? Yeah, that's F- like mongoose the- that- No, but I'm pretty sure you just
1: made that up. No one knows what the hell you're talking about.
2: No, that's a short story by Rudyard Kipling. I know that story.
0: Right. Yeah. And they did a an animation, and it was like, the the mongoose was fighting the cobra in the yeah. garden. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I remember that. It is. Even so the it was intro. very much like that. The
2: intro kind of looked like that. It had a very retro sort of feel.
1: Oh. But absolutely.
2: But the entire show was a very retro sort of feel. It looked like one of those old, uh, you know, like nineteen fifty style horror movies. It looked like classic Universal oh, horror movies, like
1: Abbott and Costello meet the meet Dracula
0: and stuff like yeah. that. It reminded me of
1: yeah.
2: It, to me,
0: it, it felt like they were gonna put it after Robert Rodriguez's Planet Death in in the Grindhouse films. That's what that's that was the feeling I got. Mm, from yeah. It. No,
2: I, I'm uh, getting I'm getting even older. I'm getting like James Whale. Um, you know Frankenstein and Dracula like that era of of cinema of Hollywood horror
1: I think that's absolutely what they were going for right I mean they're you know the, the subtle horror I, I don't even know if you could really call it horror right um but th- there are things in there for sure that are definitely can't be like even when uh when Jack Russell when he transforms into the werewolf and you have that one tracking shot where it's just like you know, it's following him, and he's like moving real slow and methodical, and uh, right. you know, it's definitely a callback to all that old old stuff for sure. But uh, here, right right off the bat, let me ask you guys: did you did
0: you like it? Loved it. T. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I, I really liked it. I really liked it, and I think I think we're all in agreement. Yeah, and and I'm gonna cut to the chase with it. I think that um a, a lot more Marvel stuff that they put out instead of being a of like a six episode series could just be a a special you know they don't have to go they don't have to go this long when they when they only have like two hours of story you know and then they kind of try and stretch it out to six
2: well i think that's been a thing people have said like a lot of these shows on disney plus they just kind of feel like long movies rather than actual tv
0: it feels like they're digging out all the scripts that they kind of liked but they'd said we can't put this out as a movie and then they said could we stretch this out to 6 hours and put it on on TV and i think and i really like this cuz this also calls back to um the marvel shorts that were being put out like at I- the end I'm of i'm glad DVDs, you said that TV, right? because
1: how would you classify this cuz obviously it's not a tv show I wouldn't really call it a movie because it's less than an hour, right? You're IMD- in and out.
2: IMDb has it listed as like a TV special, so I'd I'd say okay. it's like something like that, like a one-off special, so like,
1: like a long-form episode, I guess, kind of.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, I'm gonna go to like, and and you know, I I, ho- I probably say this every other podcast, but um, you know, the the taxonomy, the regular taxonomy between the half hour. Comedy, the one-hour drama, the two-hour film, all that is is are 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 um, are kind of these practices that don't you don't need to follow anymore. And if you have a story, it could be the length of one of the uh, the I am Groot shorts, or it could be you know a fifteen-hour epic. It could or anywhere in between, and. You could chop it up, release it, however. So it's this kind of thing that it's scary because the, the filmmakers freed up, right? The studios are freed up to kind of do whatever they want with it, right? Um, and I kind of always am th- thinking about um, comic books because Marvel's a comic book, right? This obvious tea. But the idea is we didn't get comic book stories week to week. We got our comic book stories month to month when the com- uh, issue is released every month. This is what I think. And I think it would have been more successful, at least for me. I I, I, I really believe it would be even better successful if What If was released every month instead of once a week. And you know what? It might fail. It might. But you know what? It's there. And then all of a sudden people are going to discover it and binge it. So it doesn't go away if they... they they make experiments with, like, release times. Someone, some of those experiments won't work. A lot of them will. And I think I really appreciated this because they're like, let's try something new. Let's just not try and all of a sudden set up these standards, these, the, the way of doing things, and then stick to it. I think now's the time for experimentation.
1: Right. And, and this is the, their litmus test, right? This is their first one that they're putting out in this form. But you only gotta wait a month or, or two for the next one. They haven't confirmed the date, but the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special is is this year. That's gonna drop sometime in December. You know, so that'll be their next thing, and then their so it's next just holiday property,
2: holiday specials. Like who knows? Maybe right. it'll be a Valentine's but, one, like
1: But then after that you're gonna have um What If comes back I think in January. And then after that it's Secret Invasion. So that's basically your Disney plus content you're going to get until probably like june but to your point i I won't
0: mind the break i won't mind the break
1: (laughs) no i I, i'm kind of like contented out i even said to you guys i felt it really weird that they dropped this episode the day after an episode of she hulk but before the finale of she hulk like this week there's nothing why wouldn't they
0: drop it this week you know, well, they got Star Wars this week, right? The Andor's here. Yeah,
1: but but they've been dropping them on different yeah, but,
0: days, right? So it's it's right. almost
1: like it's almost like appointment television now, where you're just every day you don't have to pick and choose what you're gonna watch. On Wednesday, you know you're gonna watch Andor. On Thursday, you're gonna watch She-Hulk. It's not a problem. Right. And, you know, it was nice to have.
0: But that but that's only f- I think that's only for us, especially you and I, Spade, when we're worried about spoilers and our algorithms are gonna throw stuff in our face, right? Because I couldn't keep up. Right. I couldn't keep up with all the all the things. She-Hulk, Andor, Game of Thrones, and Lord of the Rings. I love Lord of the Rings. One of the first books I ever read. I put that one aside and I'm I'm banking it and I'm gonna watch it later because I could I tried to keep up with it. I went to the premiere with my brother in New York. I tried to do it. I couldn't. And 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 I feel bad, you know, because I hear a lot of good things coming from it. But I I just can't. I can't do it all.
1: So, I mean, the finale for that was this week. I stayed on top of it. I I really enjoyed the show. But those are like 70-minute episodes. They're they're longer than an hour, each one. There was eight total. But Amazon didn't do it any favors by airing it at the same time as House of Dragon because nobody's talking about Lord of the Rings.
2: I mean, people are talking about it, but just not as much as House of Dragon. But also...
1: But Ariani, if that was on by itself and airing on its own, that's all that everybody would be talking about.
0: Right, right. It would be it would be much huger, um, and and uh, but you know, and I don't, you know, uh, what the thought was on both sides of both studios about it, you know, because Game of Thrones, uh, you know, Lord of the Rings has a huge audience. Yeah, I know, and it's so weird because they're two completely they have completely different cores. The only thing. That's similar is that there's dragons and and you know what I mean I I, I think that you know um, Game of Thrones is much is is lascivious you know and 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 Lord of the Rings is like the complete polar opposite of it you know um but anyway we're we're, we're here to talk about Werewolf by Night right.
2: yes right which I was really happy to see because it's very um it it feels I mean, I know Marvel is a genre unto itself, but it feels like this is, like, leaning into genre filmmaking as far as, like, the stylistic choices, um, the casting. Just, I I don't know. I was just really... I just thought it was well done, and I liked that it was, what? It was, like, what, 45 minutes, an hour-ish?
1: Yeah, I think the runtime is actually 55 minutes for credits, but it's, like it's really crisp like you get in there you know exactly what's happening you know these people are all brought to an island basically to hunt something right everybody knew it was man thing based on the the trailers right that that wasn't easy it uh, wasn't difficult to figure out but mm-hmm. it was everything that happened along the way and it got pretty gruesome for for marvel i i thought um you know because i was teasing my kids hey you just want to watch this not knowing i wasn't gonna let them because they're i i knew that they would be scared anyway but uh but I, after i actually watched it i'm like yeah i don't know if they're they're the right age for this yet
2: well because it's black and white it also kind of helps like temper out the gruesomeness i think there's rules as far as like
0: and, and allowed it and allowed it to not be like a hard r kind of thing, that's right? the thing. I, I think that's the reason violence, why they made it black yeah. and white right right
2: right mm, no i i doubt that that's the reason i think that's that i think that came along with those choices like I don't think you you make a show like this and not lean into the black and white classic horror type thing. I mean, they could they could have not gone that route. They could have gone eighty slasher with it instead. But I no, like no, no. I, I, I
1: mean, I what I was uh, inferring is that they made it black and white so they can get away with all the blood and stuff like that. Because if this was in color, it's it would have Disney been a Plus. TVMA. Yeah, it's not a Disney Plus. Yeah. Right. right. That that's what I, that's
0: what I meant.
2: Right, but I think it works better for in the black and white.
0: Oh, I I agree. I agree. Oh yeah, I know, no doubt, no doubt. And I think it, and I think it did some favors to some of the special effects and the uh, the sets and things like that because this was a this was you, you could see that they they had a small set. They had two. They had two sets. Right. They had the room, and then they had this kind of like star Trek next generation kind of they're moving the sets around you could feel them in the studio moving the sets around there's no volume you know what i mean for anybody that watched squid game it reminded me of uh
1: where they go play the marbles game and they had all like the little row houses and oh yeah and things like that you know it, it kind of reminded me of that
2: but that's very classic in its own way
0: right i felt like coming out of this i read a co- an issue of a comic book like and one of those those comic books, like you know, the um, Creep Show or Two Fisted Tales or one of those Tales of Horror or whatever the, the 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 and just coming right out of that, and it was a complete little thing. It introduced us to people, um, and I, I, I thought thought it was uh, great. And my heart of hearts, they brought in Man Thing. I love Man Thing, um, and I love Swamp Thing, and I love the 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 uh the whole argument about who came first and did it was it written first because they came out within like a month of each other when they were first uh, we were, were first dropped but then there was two other creatures that were like almost the same the heap or something else and that they was like did they steal all these ideas from them because they're very similar characters but uh the way they did man thing was awesome he was terrifying but then he was also very um very chewbacca it,
1: it, yeah that's good i was going to say loving or caring but yeah he was a right, big very chewbacca he was a big big
2: doofus he's like it's like you know you see like those giant scary monsters and it's just like hey you're not scary you're fun you know so it's just like i like that
0: <laughs> but his power is to grab you and if you're afraid or guilty or like or feel guilt that you're you burn from the inside (laughs)
2: that's horrifying
0: (laughs) right that's what they were burning right he grabbed them and they were just
1: so basically don't be afraid that's that's right right
0: right right. i guess right but uh no and he looked great the facial expression on man thing looked great the whole the three-faced trident tentacles coming out of his face looked good um yeah he looked uh, great like and then even yeah. at the end,
1: in color, he looked really good. In too. In color, he
0: looked good, right? Right. And then you saw, you know, the 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 colorful little flower on his on his. Uh, so it felt like when the color came out, he was more of a garden, you know. Right. Um, Gail Garcia Bernal, our other, um, our other. Uh, uh, well, the the lead, from, the, werewolf, the, right? the lead the werewolf right the the werewolf right who's who also starred with. Uh, um, oh my gosh, Andor. Diego Luna. Diego Luna in *I Mama Tambien*. Those two were in *I Tu Mama Tambien* with a woman from uh, *With Woman from uh, Pan's Labyrinth*. Mm. That's a that's a must-see uh, movie. *I Tu Mama Tambien* and uh, *Motorcycle Diaries*. Amor, Amores, Peros. Yeah, they're they're, um, they're, they're good friends. Things.
2: They they've been in a lot of stuff together. Um, uh,
0: Gail Gar. Uh, uh, Garcia Bernal also is in a show that I liked watching uh, with Kate. It was um, he's a, uh, a Mozart in the Jungle. He's like a he's like a conductor that comes from uh, South America. That's like the to, first uh, Amazon to, from show Lat- right? from Latin America. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he he takes he he, he takes over uh, a New York Symphony and all hijinks and you know s- sexy situations take place kind of thing. So it's. Uh, it, that, that's a good show. I really, I really like him, and I really like that Disney's hiring a lot of uh, uh, Latinx actors.
1: Yeah, I mean, this was a pretty diverse cast.
2: Yeah, it was a good cast. I loved the um, the lady who was the 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 stepmother, or like oh, of um, the...
1: v- Verusa, I think is the character
2: yeah. name, or is it she? Yeah, she's awesome like what a great like like she really nailed like that kind of character in in like those old you know movies i thought she was she
1: reminded me like like kathy bates could have played that
2: like,
1: yeah that, that's she, she reminded me of that that
0: style and she, she's she's a face you know from a lot of things that you really can't quite place because she's been in a ton of stuff she's
2: a character american
0: horror, yeah right uh american horror story adam's family values um, I didn't see Licorice Pizza she was in that. Um
2: Oh, uh, but she was I in, know who she played in Licorice Pizza. Yes. Yeah. Desperate
0: Housewives. <laughs> um so she's been in she's been in a lot of stuff. Uh a lot of television, a lot of uh but uh, oh she was in Memento. Um
2: The Christopher yeah, Nolan movie? Would,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's been around. She's she's not a she's not um nobody known actress. Yeah, yeah, she's not a nobody, you know. But she's not as like recognizable as like i don't know
1: did we
2: talk about who directed this yet
0: no, no. we have not go for it i know i know you're a big fan
1: ariani ahead.
2: well i think we all are big fans uh, yeah uh, probably the the best working composer right now michael giacchino um I, it's not his first thing he's directed as
0: you said before the podcast and, and uh, John and Williams has yet to retire. Well, has listen, retire. listen.
2: Yes, John Williams. John Williams, is, a... John Williams is the goat. No one's denying that. But like, come on, Michael Giacchino is up there. It's like him, Hans Zimmer, John Williams. Those are like the three guys who are doing like the best work right now. Um,
0: yeah. And he's he's done he's done and he's done so much stuff. How does he have time to do all? That's
2: this? the thing. The, and
0: star, the Star Trek movies, Speed Racer. Uh, uh, he just did the Batman go.
2: this year, like. Uh, right. And th- and um, Thor in Love and Thunder. Like John
0: Carter from Mars. He's uh, he's Star Trek just, in the just recently wait, I'll,
1: I'll read you just Lost this year. World. Right? Lightyear, like e- Jurassic World, yeah, Love like and every Thunder, Pixar world film, Night, Batman, Spider Man,
0: No Way Home. Spider Man Homecoming. He directed Spider- and yeah.
2: scored this too. That's Incredibles.
0: Great. He did yep. the original Incredibles as well. Yeah.
2: He's yeah, done he's done pretty, pretty crazy, much every crazy. Pixar yeah, film I think except for like Toy Story. That's,
0: that's what it looks Ratatouille. like yeah. right yeah it's he's he's, he's amazing he yeah,
2: is right. an amazing composer and turns out he's a really decent director i think when he when he leans he's very good at his compose his compositions his his work as a composer
0: compositions
2: his work, work as a composer is his, very ja- his genre- His body of work. His body of work is very genre-forward. Like, when you hear The Incredibles- It's over. Okay. It's over. Yes, thank you for the vocabulary you listen. <laughs> when you listen- <laughs> When you listen to- I'm just the... <laughs> trying to
0: sound, like, smart. I wish I had a martini right now. Trying to now.
2: sound smart?
0: <laughs> right. Not not actual smarts. No, no worry. No worries. I have no- I have-
1: Just get yourself a monocle and, you know, just yeah. look the part.
2: Um- i forget what i was saying oh that um jacquino's like work his his stuff is very genre forward so like if you hear the incredibles you hear a lot of james bond 60s influence in that right if you hear you know if if you hear even the batman like you can hear this sort of like heavy metal type of whatever <laughs> if you if, yeah he's sure he steals their the best
0: it's there it's
2: it is it's hey, very similar
0: listen listen i mean he's a different composer than john williams because john williams has this specific voice that if you hear a john williams thing you're gonna be like okay that's got to be john williams but to be fair john williams uh uh also took um, you know, you know, Picasso's, uh, you know, um, uh, good artists borrow, great artists steal. John Williams, if you listen to the Superman theme and then you listen to Respighi's Pines of Rome... You're going to be like oh my gosh i know where it everything is you sit down and you listen to holt's bringer mars bringer of war you know where he got all this star wars stuff from it's just it's just and like lifting lifting complete lines from it lifting complete lines from where there's
2: it. there's a whole larger conversation to be had about temp music and how it's used in movies before the score is even made um i'll send you guys a video on that because that's when i learned about it they did like a round table with um, a bunch of different composers, and I think Jaquina was in it. Danny Elfman was one of them, but they were talk in Hans Zimmer. They talk about temp music that they use in music from other movies. And they say, right. make it sound like this. And so that's pretty much why you... They
0: have the whole movie edited. They have the yeah. whole thing out. And they think, just play it for there them. Was a, and they could give us different music that yeah, sounds like this. Yeah.
2: right? And I think there was even a point in Wonder Woman 84 where, like, they left in the temp music.
0: <laughs> right. By mistake. Right.
2: So, you know, it happens. Um, um, but this isn't gonna, to take away. Let me tell away. you something,
0: though. Not, not... Not the Mandalorian, because that thing was a comeback of the the heavy like theme of the person that the that the that the music is a character inside in in um in Mandalorian. So I you know I think there's going to be a swing back the other way.
2: In I, in any case, this is not to take away from the work of any of these composers. This stuff is hard, and it's really hard. Yeah, you... yeah write music and try to make sure that you're not accidentally stealing from yourself or other people right
1: i mean there's so much music out there there's got to be there's bound to be some overlap at some point or another it's
2: it's bound to happen but in any case um michael jacchino i don't i don't hear about many composers who go on to actually create to be filmmakers in their own right
0: right Um, right
2: especially one as high profile as him like he's not he's not suffering for work he's working constantly and he said, I wanna make this, you know, T V special for Marvel about werewolves. And right, he has right, a distinct right. voice as he directs it. And you can tell like he's a fan. You can tell that he's he knows Hollywood history. You can tell he knows comic history. Um and so when you see something like that, it's just like, Okay, I can appreciate this. Like this is this is honestly really well done. I can't I can't begrudge him.
1: Right. And I mean, this is one of those properties that's not very well known, right? People just might know the name because it's such a werewolf by night. What is that? Oh, it's a werewolf. OK. And that's probably the extent. I mean, that was kind of my extent of the character. I never read a werewolf by night comic, you know, um, don't really know that I care to read it now. But I mean, if he pops up here or there, that... I'm cool with that. Um, so, I mean, it, it was good to go in blind. And, you know, Elsa Bloodstone's really the only character aside from man and in the and werewolf by night that i had any idea of who they were before this episode or uh, before this show and i mean the other characters were great too i mean they were there just to be killed off and everything like that but uh i was wondering if we were going to get actually like a, a blade cameo in here i really felt like they were going to do something like that cuz rehearsal Mar- Always the cast no for 2 years <laughs> yeah i know you hate that stuff cuz you you hate fun but um it's I don't been hate fun since but... <laughs> Mahershala Ali got casted and we haven't even seen him yet
0: <laughs> this is what our text thread sounds like every day ladies and gentlemen well
2: it's just like why um, did he th- it didn't need to happen I don't even have an idea of like when this show Ma- man thing was a
0: cameo man thing was a yeah cameo, th- there's your cameo enjoy that, that. <laughs> they, they, they let it slip in the in the trailer um which I I, I don't thought, know why that didn't uh, piss you I,
2: off more, Spade.
0: Yeah. So uh, speaking about the Elsa Bloodstone character, I thought Kristen Ritter did a great job.
1: Lord Donald, not Kristen run. Ritter.
0: <laughs> Ariani before the podcast like vetoed my that joke. Spade
2: for me. did too. She, Spade vetoed it first.
1: Well yeah. <laughs> that's because I know her from she was on that show The Nevers on HBO. That or the others, the others, whatever whatever the hell it was called.
0: And the, then there was the B next door. She was in the B next door. Oh
1: no! No, oh, that's Kristen. Still Ritter. Kristen Ritter. <laughs> that's you know that okay. was a good joke. T. That was a good joke. I'll let you slide with that one. <laughs> All right. Um, so, but no, no, she, she did she a great was job. Great. She was she, really she good, was really good. Yeah.
0: She d- does. She not look a lot like Kristen? She does. She does. Especially in the black
1: and white. I really thought um, it favored her a lot. Um, but I mean, I knew who she was from the other show, so it, it, I didn't really think about it too much. Um, but, yeah, I mean, couple... I guess there was a couple, like, surprises, right? There was the gore painting on the wall where you have... Um,
2: oh, yeah, they had, like, the, one the, the drawings. One of the wall paintings. Yeah, yeah. There,
1: there was a, a painting of gore. And then oh, one gore of the heads... Right right, right. right. And then right, one right. of the heads like him. on the... Uh, in the main room, I, I, I'm pretty sure it was a Wendigo, right, T?
0: Yeah, it looked like with the Wendigo, and that's who, like, Hulk and Wolverine were... Fighting and like hunting during Wolverine's first appearance in the Incredible Hulk. I think a 100, Hulk, one hundred eighty three, one hundred eighty
1: eight. Yeah, like something that. like that. Um, but that that was pretty cool. I, I mean, uh, other than that, I don't know that I really have much else to to say about this. I mean, it's a
0: fun. It's good, watch fun it. Watch, watch it. It's fun. It's 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 Marvel being Marvel, um, and you know, trying to change it up a bit, playing different genres, and and I thought it came out really good. I thought it was a lot of fun. You know, I don't think it's gonna win any awards oh one other thing I like that they did the old school kind of werewolf like in the 1950 mo- movies with the where with the, the transformation makeup. oh that, yeah right, right. And, oh that transformation shot where it's just his shadow yeah and the silhouette on the background no, and 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 you doing doing like, save on the, the budget
2: no and they tell do- you
0: save on the no, budget
2: no but also like it's purposeful too it's very it's like this is right. not nothing nothing in this show. Was done accidentally. I feel like it's very much done right. to emulate a style. And yes, those included, um, you know, using cheap ways of making things look more expensive than they are, or or even looking right. cheap. Period. Like, yes, we did not have a lot of money for this. Even though Marvel definitely had the money for this, they spent the money on making sure it looked.
0: But right. also, those horror movies from back in the day were B films. That didn't have big budgets, and they had to go and do the thing. So he's he's emulating with a, a, a with a, a smaller budget films from sixty years prior that had low had didn't have a lot of budgets. Listen, as, make, as, a lot of budgets, a big aside, budget. What am I saying?
1: Yeah, right. Aside from the budget used to create Man Thing, right? Because I mean, he was totally CGI. The, the other big effect, really, was the, the corpse in the coffin that came out and did the speaking that said, I'm rotting for you and all that, that stuff when yeah. he was, like, cheering them on. That, that was, like, their big effect shot, really. Everything else was all practical, like, nothing crazy.
0: Yeah. You know? I, I dug it, dig it. Go out and watch it.